0: Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 24. I mentioned on the last episode that I'm currently in Philadelphia in the United States. The other day was trash day here. And I couldn't help but get so upset and shocked by what I saw in most people's trash cans. Packaging for random, non-essential purchases. And so many beer cans and wine bottles. In a research paper from 2015 called The Alcohol and Immune System by Dr. Sarkar, it's clearly laid out that alcohol disrupts immune pathways. And these disruptions can impair the body's ability to defend against infection. It's sort of common sense that alcohol is not good for your immune system. So is this what you want to be doing to your immune system during a pandemic? Disrupting your body's ability to defend against infection? Does this make sense? Now, I understand that boredom sets in and, uh, well, actually, no. (laughs) No. I really don't understand why people are saying that alcohol is being consumed more just now out of boredom. It doesn't make any sense to me. There are surely much better ways of passing time other than inhibiting your body's ability to fight infection. And the packaging for non-essential online purchases? Now I can't be certain that the packaging is recent. Maybe everybody's cleaning out their homes and Getting rid of old boxes if they are recent purchases though purchases made during the pandemic then that's a bit upsetting there are people on the other end that need to process package and deliver these things the companies are likely to be short-staffed just now and the companies may be trying to limit their employees exposure to the warehouses the offices and the delivery trucks that may subject them to the virus that's being spread just now. Now, I know that many people will make the argument that their spending money, especially during this time, is helping the economy. But surely, there are things that are more valuable than money and the economy. Okay, so that's my rant over. I don't want to be too negative, but if you are going to buy things, please do so consciously. And considerately. On today's episode, I want to talk more about some things that I don't use as a result of extreme minimalism. I briefly discussed this topic before in a prior episode, but I want to talk a little bit more about it. It's been on my mind a lot lately, mainly because of the lockdown and the pandemic. The things that I don't use are extremely common, but through my simplified lifestyle, I've grown very used to not relying on them at all. This has made the lockdown for me just a bit easier. So this episode is sort of a minimalist's guide to quarantining. (laughs) Okay, there are five specific things that I want to talk about today. I feel like most of them will likely surprise you, so let's get right into it. This one is a bit less surprising, especially if you're caught up on some of my prior episodes or blog posts. But I don't use a washing machine or a clothes dryer. Over the last two to three years, I haven't had regular access to washing machines or dryers. And also during this time, I've been paring back my clothes quite a bit. Hand washing became the absolute best solution for me. At this point, I'm so used to the process of hand-washing and air-drying my clothes. This has reduced my need for staying in places with these things, and it's also reduced my need for using places like laundromats. So, during this lockdown, when there's really only grocery stores and pharmacies open, I've been hand-washing and air-drying my clothes as if nothing's really changed. If you want to hear more about my wardrobe and my process of clothes washing, I have a separate episode all about it. It's called Cathartic Chores. Okay, so the next thing that I don't use is a bit more surprising. I don't use a stove or an oven. My diet normally is raw fruits and vegetables for the most part. Before the pandemic. I wouldn't ever buy bags and bags of food to last me for multiple days. I'd really just buy food that I needed on the day that I needed it. I've been lucky to live in cities where this is really quite effortless. I also find that I end up eating more whole foods that are fresher and healthier for me, so I really like doing it this way. So, okay, when was the last time I used a stove or an oven? I think it was around September last year, and I remember what it was. I was visiting family, and then I made corn, so I was boiling corn. <laughs> it's so weird for me to think that I haven't used a stove or an oven since September of last year. Maybe I'm just doing it out of laziness, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was actually using a microwave a bit earlier this year, in like February and March, It was to just heat up oatmeal, and I was. it was during my personal spending experiment when I started incorporating oatmeal as a breakfast alternative, but then I fell in love with overnight oats, and I stopped using the microwave completely. I just ate the oatmeal at room temperature. It's so much better that way. And I gotta say, I really don't miss cooking. I do still eat cooked food, but when I do, it's just normally at a restaurant. During the lockdown, I'm obviously not eating at restaurants anymore, but I've been able to avoid the common spaces at my Airbnbs because I just don't need to use the kitchen. I've been buying more food than normal so that I don't need to go to the grocery store nearly as often as I used to. Overall, it's made being locked up in my room easier, and I also feel like I'm less exposed to possible exposure. And... If I'm possibly asymptomatic, then I'm likely limiting myself from spreading anything as well. So the next topic I want to talk about is very much related to this. It also limits my time in the kitchen. I don't use refrigerators. (laughs) In addition to buying food only on the day that I need it, I buy sensible portions. This all results in me not having to use a refrigerator. Again, this becomes much easier depending on where you live. I typically put myself in a central location in a city where there are a lot of grocery store options close by. If I need a refrigerated item, then I'll go and buy it when I need it. So I kind of use their refrigerators, the refrigerators of the grocery stores. And I won't buy a Bunch of whatever it is I buy so I can finish it before it needs to be refrigerated again. It's a simplified approach to groceries, I know. And the funny thing is, is that I didn't intentionally make these changes in my life. It all really happened organically and out of necessity over time. It feels very natural to me at this point. However, With the lockdown, I had to alter my buying and eating habits a bit since I haven't been going to the grocery store as often as I normally do. It's a bit chilly still here in Philadelphia, so from about 8pm to 11am, I can keep some things on my windowsill and they stay really chilled if I really need to. Overall, I feel like the benefit of not having to use common spaces in a shared house outweighs the challenges besides, I find that my roommates in U.S. Airbnbs don't respect your food in the fridge. I never had this problem in Europe or Mexico, but in the U.S., it's always an issue. <laughs> so this next topic doesn't really have too much to do with the lockdown, but I suppose it could. I rarely use lights. I find that artificial lighting disrupts my sleep. Not using lights has improved my sleep quite a bit. I naturally become tired the minute that the sun sets, and am fully rested and ready for the day once the sun rises. I love this rhythm and this habit, so I avoid using lights. I'll use lights maybe every other week, and it's rarely for a long amount of time, It'll happen if I need to work late for some reason, or if I'm out late with friends. Both aren't very common, because I value, and am very protective, of my sleep schedule. So, in regards to the lockdown? hmm, this is a, a stretch, but I suppose if power goes down, then not having lights wouldn't really be a change for me. Also. Living like this keeps me on a regular and healthy sleep schedule. This reduces stress, anxiety, and boosts mm, your immune system, really. So this certainly has been an extremely healthy and beneficial habit for me during this pandemic. And the last topic is oh, its a bit silly. It has absolutely nothing to do with quarantining, but I want to share it here. <laughs> I don't use socks. Recently, I finally pulled the trigger on getting down to having zero pairs of socks in my wardrobe. It's been something that I've been wanting to do for quite a while now, and I've finally done it. The socks I had were so well made that it took them forever to wear out, but they finally did. I racked my brain for different ways I could possibly repurpose the material but they were just too worn down. I couldn't even use them as rags, really. So I had to throw them away. I haven't replaced them, and after going without them for a while now, I really don't plan on replacing them. I have become very comfortable and used to not wearing socks at this point. My feet feel freer, and it's one last thing that I need to put on in the morning, and it's one last thing that I have to wash. And I've been in 80 degree Fahrenheit, which is 27 Celsius, and 30 Fahrenheit, which is negative 1 Celsius uh, temperatures, with minimal footwear and no socks. And I felt really comfortable like that. I'm so happy to be sockless now. Maybe the connection with quarantining is that paring back my socks has lifted my spirits and made me happy during this lockdown. (laughs) In closing, there are so many benefits to not using all of these things that I talked about on today's episode. I already mentioned a few benefits. Another big benefit is having a generally smaller consumption footprint. My electricity and gas usage is very low as a result of all these things that I don't use. In particular, not using the kitchen and not using lights. Also, apart from the health benefits that I discussed, All of these changes have made me more resilient. Going without something for an extended amount of time really teaches you to live without it. I now don't have really high needs or requirements, particularly with living situations. I've gotten used to living with the external resources that are available to me, so now I really only need a place to sleep safely, quietly, and well in and a place to charge my laptop and my phone. I sometimes find Airbnbs that don't have kitchens available to guests. This used to completely deter me from booking a place, but now I don't even check if kitchens are available. Anyway, I hope this inspires you to make some changes in your life and maybe push some limits and as always keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.